This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as in popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey everybody, my name is Doug. And I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. Coming to you from yet another rental car. What kind of car is this, Graham? Doug, we're in a delightful 2010 Toyota Camry. It seems alright to me. That's a good car. I like Toyotas. I've owned, I own one currently. It's good. They're good automobiles. And we're driving from Flagstaff, Arizona to Phoenix, Arizona on Sunday, November 13th to Ocean's Eleven. Last night, we, as in Graham Elwood and I, uh, we did a show for 201 nice peeps at the Orpheum Theater in lovely downtown Flagstaff. Yeah. I fell in love with the place. Flagstaff is great. I haven't been here in a long time, um, and it was it was awesome. And the show was fun. Uh, that downtown was really cool, and it's, you know... The only thing, just the high elevation made my... I got a little lightheaded on stage. 
I like I did some bit out of order. I can't like because I was I, I lost my place because I was jumping around on stage and then I got lightheaded. Yeah, you're a regular Rick Perry up there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'm a wing nut. <laughs> You had about uh, 20 name tags to choose from, I'm guessing, maybe 30 yeah, out yeah, of 200 people. Yeah. So podcasting may not be that huge in Flagstaff, but those that did come made some nice uh, nice name tags for you to choose from. And you picked Ginny, who chose the category. It was Anne Hathaway's uh, birthday yesterday, so she chose Anne Hathaway category. And let me just, for the listeners, for fun for them to play along, uh, the film was from 2010. And Leonard Maltin gave it three stars, and he's called it imaginative, uh, ambitious, inconsistent. And he gave it, yeah, he gave it three stars. And um, one of the four names, there was three names, it got down to four names, and you, you had to name it. And uh, one of the four names was Crispin Glover. <laughs> Take your hands off her, Biff. <laughs> and uh, you. You thought, in your head, you thought it was Love and Other Drugs, but you could not think of the name Love and Other Drugs. <laughs> it was so funny. You were like, oh, she's Anne Hathaway's like sick. With, she's got some sort of disease. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and damn it. Did and you then, say Anne Hathaway's naked a lot? Because that is true. No. If you want to see Anne Hathaway naked a lot, I mean, you also have to see Jake Gyllenhaal naked too, but if you want to see Anne Hathaway naked a lot, rent... Uh, love and other drugs. That's the only thing I can recommend about it. I can't quit you. <laughs> and um, so anyway, the actual answer was Alice in Wonderland. I never saw that movie. That's why it threw me because I, I never. Yeah, well, as soon as I said Crispin Glover, I was like, well, this name should tip it because he plays. Uh, he's like yeah, uh, yeah. one of the Queen's henchmen, uh, you know, and he, and he, you know, typical weird Crispin Glover performance, which I. And most uh, most of the time in four, I usually like that guy. Yeah. Um, Go watch River's Edge if you want to see oh. Crispin Glover totally wigged out, like the best Crispin Glover you could get. Yeah, he's crazy in that, and then but he's he's fun in that first Charlie's Angels is the, the guy that doesn't ever speak and just fights really good. And anyway, um, you listeners can play the Leonard Maltin game against Graham Elwood in San Jose at the Improv on Sunday, November 20th at 420. Uh, the San Diego uh, in a, a nice club downtown San Diego in the gas lamp district called Tipsy Crow on November 23rd. Uh, Fort Lauderdale Improv on Monday, December 12th and the West Palm Beach Improv on Tuesday, December 13th. Apologies to Miami. We were supposed to be there but we canceled that and then added uh, West Palm Beach because I figure that's close enough for the 20 or so people that had already bought tickets to Miami to just drive over there. And if you can't drive over there, hopefully we'll show up in Miami sometime sometime next year. Yeah. Probably, maybe in the wintertime because, you know, I love, love Florida in the winter. Love it. Um... Benson Interruption Podcast Episode 10 is available now or soon in the Comedy Albums section of iTunes. We taped it at uh, Chris Hardwick's Nerd Melt Theater behind uh, Meltdown Comics on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles. Mark Marin, Chris Hardwick, Rob Delaney, Ali Wong, and... You love Ali Wong. Yeah, she's hilarious. And uh, who was the fourth person? Oh, Matt Besser. Oh, nice. So it was a great show. Robert Lane is a very funny man, too. Oh, his tweets are goddamn ridiculous. 
Um, and you, Graham, you should do a comedy film nerd show at, at Nerd Mill. I think we're going to try to put that together. There's been discussions of that. When we had uh, Jonah Ray on comedy film nerds, we talked about that. So we'll make that. That'll happen in 20, 2012. Dude, get one in in December. Why not? Let's do it. December. Going to be done. All right. This is something I just need to clear up. It's Killian Murphy. You know that guy, that really good actor who's in Red Eye? He's the bad guy in Red Eye. Yeah, Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in uh, Dark Knight. And um, yeah, he had a bigger part in Batman Begins. It's pronounced Killian. Yeah. And uh, some people got so mad at me on uh, some message board just screaming about how get it straight it's Killian um he's a good actor and I didn't mean to mispronounce his name it was on it was on who charted that uh uh Kulop and you know I mean Kulop her, her last name is Vil Isaac so uh you know I think she gets mispronounced enough that she can mangle Killian if she wants she's got a license to fuck up Killian hey go for it yeah and also he should spell it Killian with a K <laughs> Yeah. Save us all the trouble. Yeah, stop the nonsense. <laughs> Actors change their names all the time. Uh, last Monday, I went to a tastemaker screening of Rampart, the latest film from the director of The Messenger, which is a favorite of yours. Yeah. You love that movie. Yeah. I never I never got around to seeing it. It's an excellent movie. Woody Harrelson got nominated for Best Actor for that, right? It's, it's, it's such a good movie, and now I'm blanking on the... the the co-star with Woody Harrelson. Foster, Ben yeah, Foster. Ben Foster. Man, Ben Foster's excellent in this movie. Well, he produced Rampart, and and the same guy wrote and directed it, uh, co-wrote it, I think, uh, uh, Owen Mooverman, I want to say his name is. Hey, producer Matt Belknap here. Woody Harrelson got nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for The Messenger, and it was directed by Oren, not Owen Mooverman. And... They had a screening at, I won't say which agency, but a big agency in L.A. had a tastemaker screening where they have their screening room, and a, you know, and a small group of yeah. people show up. And, like, uh, Diane Lane was in the audience, oh, so that wow. was exciting. She's beautiful. She's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with her from uh, Rumblefish. Oh, dude, I mean, all the way back to her first movie... Uh, what it was with Laurence Olivier, and she played a little, you know, she was only like 14 or 15. Matt Belknap here. Doug is thinking of A Little Romance from 1979. And it took place in Europe, and uh, it was like a romance with her and this boy that went on to never be in anything ever again. I think he worked again, but anyway. Uh, and then she was in those Coppola movies, and she was in, uh, she, you know, she's a super sexy, great side boob in... Um, in Cotton Club. <laughs> Great side boob, guys. Yeah. Come for the music, stay for the side Well, you know, Graham, it is side boob Sunday. Oh, that's right, side boob Sunday. So, anyway, uh, the screening of Rampart, it comes on, and it is blisteringly loud, and it's a drama about Woody Harrelson plays a... Potentially, the poster says he's the most corrupt cop in any movie ever, which I don't know why they would tip that on the poster. But And I don't know, ultimately, if he's more corrupt than Bad Lieutenant or some of the other corrupt cops with Denzel Washington Training Day. I don't know, because the sound was so loud and so bad that we I sat there getting a headache for like 30 minutes, and they finally turned it off, and they're like, sorry, we're going to try to fix it. Then they couldn't fix it. Then they tried showing a DVD, but then it said property of the company that made the movie along the bottom. So the director was there, and he just, and Ben Foster was there too, and they just pulled the plug on it. They were just like, sorry, you know, we'll send you a screen 
screener if you want. So I saw 30 minutes of what I thought was, you know, a pretty intriguing movie, and uh, I, I recommend it, especially if you want to watch Woody Harrelson suck on a woman's toe. Just sucking on her big toe. Oh, yeah. Just going at it. Because that's what corrupt cops do. So, so corrupt. So corrupt. Guys with foot fetishes are always corrupt. Uh, but on another headache-inducing uh, movie adventure, Friday night I saw Adventures of Tintin, Secret of the Unicorn. And I liked it a lot. It's really, it's really very entertaining. But I just, I can, I can always do without the 3D. Like I just don't, I just don't need it. It, it makes it, it's, it gives it some depth. There's an occasional thing that kind of pops out at you, you know. And at least it was made in 3D. I'll give it credit for that. But I just, I don't know. I'm still. It looks really cool. But the thing I liked about the movie is it's like an animated. Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, and oh. it's almost like it's almost like practically a sequel in my mind to the style of the first Raiders, which wasn't really captured in Temple of Doom as much as I love that, and then you know totally went to shit in the next next few in my opinion. So I had a great idea; they should make a animated Raiders of the Lost Ark because then Harrison Ford could keep playing the role, and he's not some old man; he could play him as a you know reasonably young man. And just animate it. Yeah, we don't have to have Shia LaBeouf jammed down our throats. Yeah. Which is sort of... Tintin is sort of like, you know, he's a kind of a kid detective. And Simon Pegg and Nick Frost do voices of the, the Thompson twins, <laughs> which later became a band. Uh, <laughs> these two um, co- detectives that are that wear bowler hats. And I, I... You know, fortunately, since I did the podcast with Simon Pegg once, I actually have, you know, he follows me on Twitter, so I can actually write to him. So I wrote to him, I said, great job, and Tintin, uh, were you the guy in the bowler hat or the guy in the bowler hat? Because they look exactly the same. And he wrote back to me, I was the one in the bowler hat. (laughs) So, that was fun. I can't wait till Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol comes out, because I'll tweet him some asinine comment about that. Probably something along the lines of, I think you should use ghost protocol in your everyday life. I love that expression, ghost protocol. Ghost protocol. Like, doesn't... I think I've already said this on a podcast, but doesn't Tom Cruise... Doesn't he, like, get kicked out of that agency in every Mission Impossible? Doesn't he go rogue every time? So why is that different? But it still looks cool. It looks like a cool movie. Uh, Don't forget about the Weezer Cruise. WeezerCruise.com. Graham Elwood is up for possibly being one of the comics who joins me and, and two of the guys from Weezer for a taping of Douglas movies on the boat on our way to sunny, beautiful Cozumel. We'll be doing a crew, we'll be doing a podcast on a boat. <laughs> That's right. Well, now you, now nobody will vote for you because you said that on a boat. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, stop saying that. But we'll be on a boat. And uh, Nikki Glazer also oh, is we'll in be, the running. She'll be on a boat. You're competing with her. Yeah, she's going to be on a boat. You're going to be on a on a pier. On a dinghy. <laughs> uh, one more thing before we get into the gameplay part of our drive today. As soon as Brett Ratner dropped out of producing the next Oscars, I knew Eddie Murphy was going to bail. Because it seems to me like Eddie Murphy is afraid of being relevant again. Like, like he was doing it because his buddy Brett Ratner was producing it, and he convinced him, you know? Right. And I don't think that would have been good. I, I really don't. After watching Tower Heist and seeing how the comedy those two create together, I don't know what, you know, what was he going to do on the Oscars? Come out and be a fast-talking, 
criminal guy, you know, like... Brett Ratner, I mean... I mean, I don't necessarily think Brett Radner should have been fired for using the word fags at a, Q, a private Q&A somewhere. Right. Uh, he said rehearsals for fags when they asked him how much he's going to rehearse the Oscars. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, so you laugh. Like, it's... I, I don't necessarily think that makes him the world's biggest homophobe, but I also think that, um, you know, in his everyday life, he kind of comes off like somebody that's pro- probably is a homophobe, so... Uh, they gave they gave him the old hefo. Well, you know, I mean, I think it's a little gay. <laughs> it's, that's what he should have done. Is release because he released a statement being very like, yeah, you know, that was a rude thing to say and inappropriate, and I shouldn't be, I should step down and not not produce the Oscars. But that would have been funny if he said, you know. But the fact that you, everybody got so upset about it is a little gay. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing Is that, you know To heterosexual males And, uh, you know Maybe some women as well Like, we know, we've known some women That throw around the, the word fag Like, in a silly way You know uh, It's just sort of become Yeah I, I, Yeah We don't mean anything by it it's, I mean It's You know Yes uh, Society evolves To stop using certain words And You know that's, that's a good thing and, and most of the time When it's said At least for me I'm saying it like I'm 12 Like you said when, You know But I don't know It's, it's a... It just seems like a, Not enough to get fired From the Oscars over He also went on Howard Stern And said a bunch of stuff About People People he's fucked And stuff So <laughs> What he, he, he name checked Some actress That he hooked up with Now I can't remember Who it was that's not cool. I think it was Diane Lane when she was making that movie with Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> wow. Shall we play a game? Yes. No, not Thermonuclear War. It's Build a Title. Yes. Today's Build a Title is themed with the theme Arizona, because we're in it. Bam. To win it. And I'm going to start with a film that, according to Wikipedia, so it could be completely wrong, could have taken place in New Jersey. Since, since Wikipedia is my source yeah. But supposedly the film Comes a Horseman Oh yeah that Was filmed in Flagstaff Oh yeah dude That's a I think that's a John Ford movie Or is that Howard Hawks I don't think it's either of them It's somebody who's very old When he made it though And it starred Jane Fonda And Henry Fonda I think No not Henry Fonda This came out in the late 60s No 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 but It is is uh 70s, I think. Oh, is this let me, let me, I'm going to look it up real quick, because now I'm intrigued. Wait, is Jason Robards in this movie? I think so, yeah. I think and I think he got nominated for an Oscar for it. Maybe even won. Because he won two years in a row. He won for All the President's Men. Oh, no, he won for Julia and All the President's Men, I think. Again, you know, you guys, don't quote me on this stuff. But I think I'm right. But I'm going to look up Comes a Horseman just because... I thought of, I saw it today on the list, and I remembered that Jane Fonda was in it. And I remember when I saw it, I was young, and I thought it was boring, but it got some acclaim. <laughs> we're we're driving, you know, we're driving down from the mountains, so like uh, I have I don't have the no internet. I don't have internet service to, to look it up. So we'll have Matt Belknap's voice come in and. And, and 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 explain the name of the Diane Lane movie and what comes a horseman is. 
Comes a Horseman from 1978 starred James Caan, Jane Fonda, and Jason Robards and was directed by Alan J. Pakula. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. That's what he sounds like when he does that. It totally sounds like perfect impression. I'm Matt Belden. I'm Sasquatch. So you need to come up with a movie, Graham, that ends in the word comes or begins with the word horseman or man. Um, uh, comes. Something wicked this way comes. Yeah. By the prickling of my thumbs, Doug. Something <laughs> wicked this way comes. Now, that, of course, is... Uh, Ray Bradbury story they turned into a movie maybe more than once definitely once with uh, Jonathan Price it was a Disney movie back when Disney was like trying to make more more adult fare but yeah, still yeah. but still appeal to a family audience um okay so oh something it ends in something blank something I don't know if there is Wicked This Way comes a horseman okay yeah That's so I'm gonna go Man of the Year. So something wicked, wicked this way comes a horseman of the year. Man of the Year of the Dragon. Okay, and I'll add Slayer to Dragon. Oh, you son of a bitch. So we've got something wicked this way comes a horseman of the year of the Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer Liar. You idiot. <laughs> yes. Nobody's ever pronounced it Slayer. I'm sure there's somebody. Let's go see Dragon Slayer. <laughs> yes. There's some gentleman in the UK that pronounced it. <laughs> Uh, no way. <laughs> Can't do it. Oh, I'll right. get too many people yelling at me. Well, I'll never, yell- I'll never get over accepting uh, sand a lot. <laughs> Especially since Camelot was right there for the taking. Uh, whoever will be yelling at you, they will not have an English accent. Um, all right. So what is it now? It has to end in some or something. Oh. No. Something or Slayer? Dragon uh, uh, Slayer. Begin with Slayer. Um, you can't say Slayer, comma, Buffy, the. Yeah, that's bullshit. Um, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it! Ah, uh, you fuckhead. Yeah, so what do you got for something? Um, Come and get some. How the West was some. Oh, no. Damn. Uh, Rising some. <laughs> some that awesome. Wesley Snipes. Uh, yes, Sean Connery. Sean Connery movie. Awesome thing. Wicked this way comes. I don't think there's a movie that ends in awesome. Like some. some movie in the 80s called Girls Are Awesome? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but on the other end, I've got Dragon Slayer Cake. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, is there something that begins with cake? Yeah. There is? Sure. What is it? Cake Squad. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a reality show about teams of dessert makers. Cakes of pain. This week on Cake Squad. Cake Squad. Can Johnny get his frosting maker to work on time? Really? Yeah, because sometimes those frosting makers will shut down on you and you're, yeah, but that's you're like, against the that's clock. Drives me nuts about those shows that they this. I hate watching them and just seeing an ad for them is so maddening because they create this drama that's life and death and it's always something that stupid. Like, and then they show the head guy going, "Your frostings are are a disgrace." Oh, you're kicked off the frosting team. Yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> start your own cake squad. All right, let's start our own. New build a title. We that one. We'll we'll go ahead and end that. Send your rageful. send your rageful what you've been yelling into your <laughs> listening device answers to either Graham at Graham Elward or at Doug Benson on Twitter. Something wicked this way comes a horseman of the year of the dragon slayer cake. That's pretty good. Not bad. Okay. Also shot in Flagstaff. Uh, not all of it, obviously, but part of it. Midnight Run. Oh God! Midnight Run's such a great movie. Yeah, I love that movie. I mean, God, God, there's so many great lines in that movie. Oh my God! When when uh, he's <laughs> he's trying to say, "Let's go in and, and do this scam," and, and Robert Dino goes, "If you try to run," and Charles Green goes, "Yeah, I know you'll hit me with a thing and put me in a thing." Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you have to. It has to end at midnight or start with run. Um, running scared. Man. No, no, no. I'm changing that. Okay. Run silent, run deep. A submarine movie from the 50s. All right. I'm changing it up. Run silent, run deep. Impact. Oh. Yeah, we're fucked. That's uh, something that ends at midnight. Oh, um. And you can't say in the garden of good and evil, comma, midnight. Yeah, yeah. Before midnight. Really? Who's in that? <laughs> Johnny uh, Hotbone and uh, Susie Frisky. I can't believe uh, Hotbone and Frisky never made another movie. <laughs> it was there were they were the, they were the Redford and Newman of their generation. <laughs> but a man and a woman, right? Right, exactly. Okay. Wasn't Newman transgender? They were, the, they were the male female version of Newman and Redford. Um. I know there's something that ends in midnight. Yeah. Um, uh, isn't there something like 15 minutes till midnight? Yeah, yeah, there is like Is a, that Charles Bronson, maybe? Yes, yes. Doug and Graham are thinking of 10 to midnight from 1983. 15 minutes till midnight. Yeah, that's another thing we'll have to check on. Are you getting internet right now? Are we back in an internet zone? Uh, let me see. It'd be exciting as we were. God, it would be exciting. I'd like to thwart Matt Belknap's intrusions. Oh, I Matt Belknap. I Matt. Oh my God! Here's a guy in a swanky Lincoln Continental pickup truck. Hey, asshole. <laughs> Here's what you do. You get a Lincoln Continental if that's what you want, or you get a fucking Chevy or a Ford pickup. You're a dick. That thing is huge. It's stupid. Ugh. Shit birds. 
It's searching, searching. Searching, searching, searching. Well, let's go 15 minutes till midnight. All right. And then, now I gotta think of something that ends in 15. There's a, you know, of course, the TV movie, James at 15. Oh my God, yeah. But that doesn't count. Robbie Benson. No, it was, um... Uh, Lance Kerwin. Oh. Wait, what was Robbie Benson in? He wasn't really a TV movie guy. He was an actual theatrical movie guy. He was in, um... That basketball. One-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was in a few movies, but one-on-one is the movie where he goes, they got crocodiles in Florida, or whatever. (laughs) Wherever he went to school in that movie, he's, like, talking about crocodiles, but he's got that voice. Crocodiles. I still, to this day, don't believe that's really him as the voice of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Because he's still like, I'm Robbie Benson. He's like, oh, Beast! Like, well, I guess I just did it, so anybody can. Uh, 15. Oh, there's got to be something that ends in 15. Or 5th. Element, comma, 5th. Oh, I got Take the 5th. For Deep Impact, you got something? Yeah. Whoa. Let's hear it. The Package. With uh, Gene Hackman. Oh, you mean the packed itch? The packtage. Gotta stick that T in there. The packtage. You're just you're just a full time cheater. <laughs> All right, well let's quit this one. <laughs> Fifteen minutes till midnight. Run, silent run, deep impact. Which I would go see. That sounds awesome. That sounds like, that sounds like the most action packed movie ever made. Listen, you guys, we've got fifteen minutes till midnight. Run, silent run, deep impact. It's like the code word for the meteor that's headed to Earth. Bam. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona is where we're headed. So let's do one more motion picture that was supposedly shot in Phoenix called Days of Thunder. Oh! When Tom Cruise played one of the better character names in the history of terrible character names, a race car driver named Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. God, that movie's so great. That's so... Uh, oh my god, Robert Duvall's in that? That's an excellent movie. That's where Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise met. Yep. And she was, she was smoking yeah. cigarettes. That's her character, smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So, Days of Thunder. Ends in days, begins with thunder. Um, glory Days. Okay. I'm gonna go Glory Days of Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. <laughs> Thunderbolt and light foot loose. <laughs> the Kevin Bacon version. Okay, yeah, we gotta be clear. It's Kevin Bacon, not. No, oh, I now I can't think of his name. No, I'll think of it. No, I won't. Um, glory. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Nice. Yeah, Blades might be a stopper, though. Um. Kenny Warmald is the new Ke- is the new Kevin Bacon. Is <laughs> the new Kevin Bacon. Well, they tried to make you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, all right, so my I have blades and loose foot mm-hmm. foot loose. Yeah, and you can't do Zorro the Gay Blades. Why not? Or you'll be fired from the Oscars. Uh, <laughs> um. Um, 
loose loose cannon. Loose cannon? Yes, okay. I was going to say, like Alex Trebek likes to say, more specific. Yeah. Loose cannons. Now we're really in trouble. Uh, cannons. Blades and cannons. Yeah. For it. That's that's a title right there. We should, get, we should try to get that greenlit. That does that's that would be a perfect name for a, a pirate movie. There is there is pirate fighting in Tintin that is fantastic. There, really? There's some really good action sequences in Tintin. I really the more I think about it, the more I like it. I just didn't like having to wear the 3D glasses the whole time. So I look forward to watching it again, like on uh, you know TV or whatever. Yeah, I saw Harold and Kumar, which has good 3D effects in it. But again, the glass the glasses just. It's just weird to have to wear them the whole time, and they get the, the ones for Tintin were like really they were they were high tech, but they were just they were just so bulky, and it just it just gives me a headache. I feel like such a dumb old man sitting there, you know, uncomfortable because I'm watching a movie. Um, I don't think there's anything that ends in blades. You know, there's the blade movies with that tax evading lunatic <laughs> and then there's wow Wesley Snipes keeps coming up then cannons oh shit oh shit oh what do you got <laughs> blades of glory days of thunderbolt and light foot loose cannons on the run oh you asshole <laughs> So you need something that begins with run. Running scared. I go back to that. I did not use it. Instead, I use run silent, run deep on the last one. I go to running yeah, scared. Yeah, in both cases, you use ones that are hard to add to. Yep, that's what I like. Running scared. Because, like, what starts with scared? Oh, buddy. I don't think Some anything. horror movie fan listening right now is going, yeah, Oh, yeah, like scared shitless or scared... Scared fuckface. Scared fuckface? Scared fuckface Scared cunt wagon. <laughs> I like to swear because you're allowed to in podcasting. Scared cunt wagon. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, so we've what? got Blaze of Glory, Days of Thunderbolt, and Light Footloose, Cannons on the Running, Scared Cunt Wagon. I need to know the log line to Scared Cunt Wagon before we do anything else. It's There's a bus trip, <laughs> and it's a bunch of people. It's um, a... <laughs> It's a bunch of people running. They're running for president. Get in a bus to go to a summit to have a debate, and then the ghost of reasonable thinking attacks them, and hence it becomes a scared cunt wagon. You got any plugs, Graham? Uh, yes, I do have a plug. You can. Uh, download my documentary, Afghanistan, as a pay what you think is fair download. That is available. Uh, everything is available if you just go to uh, GrahamElwood.com. You can get my tour dates, my CD. Uh, Comedian's got a boo boo. I got a new CD that's going to be coming out soon. Um, as long as you're paying, can I suggest what they pay for it? Do you sure, mind? Sure. Uh, pay $7.35. Sure, we want to go arbitrary numbers. I'm just saying, you could pay what you want, is the idea of it. Right, right. Pay what you want. You could pay a penny? Yep. But, come on, don't be an asshole. Don't, don't be a dick. Don't, don't ride over your computer in a cunt wagon. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking drop some squirrely number. Yeah. 
735 is, is I think is a good it's a great number good reasonable amount because you're still getting a great deal but yeah. you're also you know you're also having a good laugh because now I want a bunch of seven dollar and thirty five cent yes. amounts to come up on your thing and every time you'll just be like oh cunt wagon <laughs> that's the special cunt wagon price that's the cunt wagon price type in cunt wagon in the promo code and you'll get, <laughs> you'll get the movie for seven thirty five. I'll be at the Louis Anderson Theater at the Palace Station in Las Vegas, and we're about to crash into a car and just cut us off. That was exciting. Yeah. This is like a scene from It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Lots of cars jockeying for a position on a winding mountain road. Uh, Palace Station, Louis Anderson Theater in Vegas. You can play, that's going to be on December 4, and you can play the Leonard Maltin game against... The opening act, David Huntsberger. Then uh, Irvine Improv, the day after Christmas. That's right. With the aforementioned Graham Elwood. Uh, you can come down and play the Leonard Maltin game against him if you get if you have a good name tag and get chosen. Cunt wagons get in free? Nobody gets in free. <laughs> Especially cunt wagons. Cunt wagons pay double. Uh, but I'll be taping a Douglas Movies at Flappers in Burbank. On Thursday, December 29th at 10 p.m. It's between Christmas and New Year's. Oh. What better do you have to do, Burbank? Perfect. Come on over I to Flappers. Flappers. It's a good club. It's fun. It's a fun club. Yeah. And thanks, thank you again, Graham, for doing another great rental car episode. Thank you. That some people enjoy and a lot of people just don't listen to. <laughs> and as always, Cunt Wagon is a shithead. Shithead. Oh, and uh, Penn State's a shithead. Oh, how did you get that in there? Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 